You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we record this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, as well as the Wanarua and the Gamilaroi people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Talissa Bazaz, and welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Here are your evening news headlines for Friday the 19th of August. It looks like Australia's two biggest cities may have already seen their biggest drop in house prices. National housing market falls of between 15 and 20% have been predicted based on interest rate forecasts, including ANZ, which anticipates close to a 20% fall before a modest recovery in 2024. National home values fell by 1.3% in July, according to CoreLogic figures, led by Sydney and Melbourne, where values dropped by 2.2% and 1.5% respectively. CoreLogic's research director Tim Lawless said the rate of decline was easing slightly in both Sydney and Melbourne, suggesting these markets have already seen their sharpest falls. Australia has recorded another 66 COVID deaths and more than 14,000 fresh infections as Australia edges towards 10 million official virus cases since the beginning of the pandemic. There are around 185,000 active COVID cases nationwide, with that total declining daily as the Omicron wave subsides. Fewer than 3,700 virus patients remain in hospital care. Meanwhile, New South Wales Chief Health Officer Dr Kerry Chant will join a team of delegates to Israel next month for a high-level information exchange on managing the pandemic. Fifteen Australian public health experts and clinicians will meet with counterparts from Israel's health and foreign affairs ministries, along with leading academics to discuss the ongoing handling of the viral disease. Australia is continuing to make diplomatic representations to Indonesia following the proposed early release of the bomb maker who assembled the explosives used in the Bali bombings. Umar Patek's sentence has been reduced by a further five months, meaning he could walk free within days after only serving around half of his original 20-year sentence. The 2002 bombings killed more than 200 people, including 88 Australians. News of Patek's potential release comes less than two months from the 20th anniversary of the bombings. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese telling Channel 7... This news will add to the distress and trauma that the families of the 88 Australians who lost their lives feel. The powerful sister of North Korean leader Kim Jong-un says South Korea's president should shut his mouth after he reiterated that his country was willing to provide economic aid in return for nuclear disarmament. Kim Yoo-jong's comments mark the first time a senior North Korean official has commented directly on what the South Korean president has called an audacious plan, which was first proposed back in May. Yoo-jong has called the plan nonsense. And a nine-year-old girl is being dubbed a hero after saving her mum's life by performing CPR for nearly 20 minutes. When mum Sharon Johnson fainted at their home in Queensland, nine-year-old Charlie sprung to the rescue, calling triple zero and performing CPR under the instruction of the triple zero operator. Sharon has now made a full recovery and this morning the Queensland Ambulance Service awarded Charlie for her bravery. That's your evening news headlines. If you want more from the quickie, check out today's deep dive on the evolution of sex toys.